This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Hafta mein aapka swagat hai. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. When the public pays, the public is served and when advertisers pay, advertisers are served and coming soon to a screen near you, laptop फोन वट एवर न्यूज लॉन्ड्री हिंदी ऑन द सेकेंड ऑफ अक्टूबर हमने गांधी जयंती का दिन चुना है न्यूज लॉन्ड्री हिंदी लॉन्च करने के लिए बहुत ही आई थिंक इट इज माई हीरो मे बी वी कैन ऑल्सो लॉन्च समथिंग ऑन अम्बेडकर जयंती बिकॉज ही इज आनंद हीरो मस्ट डू दैट ट्रू बट बिफोर वी लॉन्चिंग ऑन ड्राई डे ऑल्सो सो ड्राई डे सो वी मस्ट सो दैट मीन्स वी कैन लॉन्च न्यूज लॉन्ड्री गुजराती ऑन एनी डे और अगर हमें न्यूजीलैंड गुजराती लॉन्च करना हो तो देन वी कैन एनी डू बट बिफोर आई इंट्रोड्यूस द पैनल आई हैव अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट अनाउंसमेंट टू मेक वी हैव अ न्यूज लॉन्ड्री सेना अपडेट द एन एल सेना प्रोजेक्ट ऑन द पोलिटिकल किलिंग्स ऑफ केरला विद कन्नूर एज ग्राउंड जीरो इज आउट द फर्स्ट स्टोरी गोज अप फ्राइडे वेन यूर प्रॉब्लम लिस्निंग टू दिस इट्स फर्स्ट ऑफ अ फॉर पार्ट सीरीज इट वॉज वेरी एग्जॉस्टिव प्रोजेक्ट अन आर रिपोर्टर अमित स्पेंट टू वीक्स इन केरला ट्रेवलिंग एंड लुकिंग एट द स्टोरी फ्रॉम ऑल साइड एटलीस्ट ही ट्राइड आई एम श्योर सो डू चेक आउट द स्टोरी द सब्सिक्वेंट स्टोरीज इन द सीरीज विल बी अप टू इन द नेक्स्ट फ्यू डेज अ बिग शाउट आउट टू ऑल द न्यूज लेंडरस न्यूज लॉन्ड्री सेना मेंबर्स हु मेड दिस पॉसिबल थैंक यू सो मच फॉर सपोर्टिंग एन एल सेना स्टोरीज कॉज इज एक्सपेंसिव स्टोरीज दट रिक्वायर अ लॉट ऑफ ग्राउंड रिपोर्टिंग एंड द रिपोर्ट गोइंग एंड स्पेंडिंग लॉट ऑफ टाइम इन फाफलंग एरियाज सो थैंक यू श्रीकांत सेतु माधवन थैंक यू सौरभ प्रधान हरिहरन सुरेश थैंक यू वरुण राधाकृष्णन एंड ऑल दी अदर एन एल सेना मेंबर्स हु सपोर्ट दिस प्रोजेक्ट एंड डोट नॉट बी नेम्ड बी पॉडकास्ट टू विद रिपोर्टर सो यू कैन स्पीक टू हिम एंड क्वेश्चन हिम अबाउट यू नो हाउ ही वेंट अबाउट दिस सो दैट विल कम इन द फ्यूचर There'll be updates on news laundry on that. और मुफात खोरो आप लोग भी पढ़ो स्टोरी और सीखो कि कैसे इंडिपेंडेंट मीडिया को सपोर्ट करते हैं बिकॉज वेन द पब्लिक पेज द पब्लिक इज सर्व नाउ लेट मी इंट्रोड्यूस द पैनल वी हैव ज्वाइनिंग अस फ्रॉम बनारस सिद्धांत मोहन सिद्धांत बनारस कहते हैं कि वाराणसी कहते हैं बनारस भी कह सकते हैं वाराणसी कह सकते हैं मोर फेमस इज बनारस ठीक है तो फ्रॉम बनारस सिद्धांत हु हैज बीन कवरिंग द बी एच यू स्टोरी एक्सटेंसिवली वी ऑल्सो हैव आर इन हाउस साइंटिस्ट आनंद रंगनाथन हेलो रंगांकू आनंद वर्धन आर ओपिनियन राइटर मनीषा पांडे क्रैक रिपोर्टर एंड अ मैनेजिंग एडिटर रमन कृपाल ऑल्सो आई क्विकली गो ओवर वॉट विल बी डिस्कसिंग वी विल बी टॉकिंग अबाउट Mr Yashwant Sinha's critique of the economy and uh, his son's response to it then Rahul Gandhi also commenting on the Indian economy he hasn't torn up any any bills in so doing so far then of course we'll discuss the fracas at the Banaras Hindu University that occupied much of the week's headlines then Kamal Hassan meets Kejriwal then Rajni tweets in praise of Modi and after that all sorts of other speculation that Kamal may go with BJP so no one knows what's happening <laughs> no, actually Kamal met he was against the BJP then fact, he met he said main thoda i'm left leftist to me thoda then he met Kejriwal aur uske baad he tweeted ki nahi main BJP ke sath bhi it had full impact <laughs> kejri impact theek <laughs> hai then Rajnath Singh appeals the GJM calls of Darjeeling strike after 104 days is that an achievement is that some big deal i don't know if it's an achievement or not because we had a report i think 2 3 days before that which said that people were anyway growing tired of the band it was really taking a so toll on so it's not that rajnath singh intervention has i don't has. think so i think the people themselves were quite fed up then modi launches a 16000 crore sobhagya scheme for household electrification when it was announced that he'll be making an important announcement at 6:30 
I think it was Monday evening. There was much fear everywhere. Where ki now what is the announcement going to be? But it was quite benign and harmless. And Hanipreet Insan is missing in action. Uh, no one knows where she is. My question is, why does anyone know want to know where she is? Like, why is she wanted or not wanted? I don't know. Maybe we'll have some theories thrown around here. And uh, the Economic Advisory Council is revived. Is that an acknowledgement that the economy is in trouble or not? Let's have the panel's views on that. Mukul Roy expelled from the Trinamool Congress and six years after announces his resignation. For six years after he announces resignation, is he going to join the BJP? Is this their foray into Bengal? And Jalitha's death. Apparently, there's a video that when she was in hospital about her talking and that now Sasi Kala doesn't want to show to the world. And Jalitha's death, the intrigue never ceases there. But first, let's get on with the. Banaras Hindu University fracas so that we can relieve Siddhanth who joins us on the phone line from there in these times when the network is forever dropping. Siddhanth, tell us what did the national media miss and what did the regional media that you must be consuming there, what did they get right and what did the national media get right or wrong? Can you just go forth on that? You know, the incident uh, happened on the September 21st evening when a girl was sexually harassed and uh, the chief doctor of the BHU told her that uh, why are you making fuss of this and why are uh, what were you were what you were doing at this late hour at outside your hostel and the next day uh, modi narendra modi was supposed to come in banaras uh, in uh, in his visits to banaras for a two days visit along with smriti rani and yogi adityanath and so another person so every other media house was have uh, had pre-planned for the uh, Modi's visit uh, to the city, but nobody had uh, thought of uh, some protest might erupt. So the next day, when the erupt, uh, protest started on the BHU's main gate, like, like on September 22nd, hmm. no media house bothered to even report the event in the on the on their web pages. So, I mean, this protest, when national media story banne se pehle, ek din pehle protest chalu ho chuka tha. No, protest started on 20, uh, September 22nd, na? Achha, okay. Baiis ko ye national news nahi tha, aap ye bol rahe na? Haan, baiis ki, baiis ki subah protest shuru hua, but baiis ke saare agbaro ke editions to aa chuke the, but media could have did ki coverage ka, a protest ko media ko might have covered in, media could have covered in uh, web, their websites and apps and all. Hmm. But us din ye bhi nahi dekha gaya, Modi ka visit jo hai, aur Modi ke... But no media house bothered to cover that uh, on 22nd. Slowly, the coverage started on 23rd hmm. when the three biggest Hindi newspapers of the region, Amarujala, Hindustan, and Dainik Jagran, hmm. they pulled the st- they put the stories on uh, on their newspapers. But those stories missed the actual details of the what happened in the university. Unne stories ko padne se aisa lag raha tha ki uspe versions keval university administration ka ya district administration ka liya gaya hai. Us par stories ke baabat students se baat karne ki koshish nahi ki gayi hai. Or ab ab kya hal hai? Ye mamla ab thanda pad gaya hai. Are the students convinced that there is action taken against the VC? Because thousands students par bhi FIR darj hai na? Haan. तो 1200 स्टूडेंट्स पे लगभग तो एफआईआर दर्ज है हजार से ज्यादा ही है अच्छा और 23 की रात में जो पुलिस वायलेंस हुआ है यूनिवर्सिटी में पुलिस और पीएसी का और प्लस यूनिवर्सिटीज का जो यूनिवर्सिटी का जो प्रोक्टोरियल बोर्ड है उसका जो लठी चार्ज और वायलेंस का इन्होंने सहारा लिया है प्रोटेस्ट को क्रश करने के लिए इमीडिएटली फ्रॉम नेक्स्ट मॉर्निंग यूनिवर्सिटी डिक्लेयर्ड की अब छुट्टी रहेगी 2 तारीख तक अक्टूबर 2 तक आई सी और 
और वेरी नेक्स्ट डे यूनिवर्सिटी ऑल्सो टोल्ड स्टूडेंट्स हॉस्टलर्स की आप यू वैकेट द हॉस्टल्स विद इन अ डे यू डोंट है हॉस्टल्स गो टू योर हाउसेज गो एनी वेर यू वॉन्ट टू बट इफ यू आर इवन स्टेपिंग आउट ऑफ द हॉस्टल फॉर अ मोमेंट टेक योर लगेज विद यू आई सी और आप ये जब पुलिस का एक्शन हुआ तब आपने देखा है आप मौजूद थे उस दौरान Yeah, I was there. I was like, मुझे भी दो तीन लाठियाँ पड़ी at the moment. So I was covering that. I see. You report for a web portal, right? For a yeah, I report for two circles dot net. It's a US based portal. Yeah. So um, uh, just let's go around. Anand Ranganathan, yeah, what uh, is your yeah, understanding Sidant, of this? Yeah, I just wanted to ask you. There were reports of uh, molotovs being thrown or petrol bombs, and some there were some photographs of vehicles being set alight. Is that true that hmm. the students really did that? you know there is one thing uh, crucial to mention here there are there are two groups of students the it the, uh, the basic evidence of, of my claim could be the vc's statement which he made during the vidhan sabha elections up assembly elections this year jivrajdeep sir desai ne unhe wrongly quote kiya tha ki he was spotted with modi so when some journalists met uh, professor gc tripathi asking ki aap sahi mein kya modi ke sath gaye the so he said nahi main to nahi gaya tha then he said ki rajdeep sir desai ko campus mein aane dijiye main unhe apne ladkon se pitwaunga I so see. this was GC Tripathi. So he owns some of the boys reportedly. So actually, लेकिन ऐसा कुछ हुआ था. ये बहुत confusing situation है. लेकिन ऐसा हुआ था. चाहे किसी ने भी किया हो. Did it happen? Were these anything set on fire? Did something like this happen? Yeah, that's what I'm telling. कि गाड़ियां जलाई गई हैं बट उन्होंने किस ग्रुप ने जलाया है किन स्टूडेंट्स ने जलाया है ये अभी क्लियर नहीं है क्योंकि तो प्रोटेस्टिंग स्टूडेंट्स से मेरी जो बात हो रही है तो दे आर सेइंग कि नो वी वी हैवन डिड दैट आई सी और पेट्रोल बम्स भी मतलब पेट्रोल बम्प्स भी फेंके गए तो इतना हद तक वहाँ वायलेंस हुआ था पेट्रोल बम्प्स की तो क्लैरिफिकेशन मेरे पास भी नहीं है मेरे पास क्लैरिफिकेशन स्टोन पेल्टिंग की है पेट्रोल बम्प इज अ क्रूशियल थिंग टू मेन टू फॉर्म इन टाइम्स ऑफ सच एब्रप प्रोटेस्ट विच वॉज नॉट प्लान इवेंट तो पेट्रोल बम दे आर क्यूजिंग की पेट्रोल बम यूज हुए हैं बट आई हैवन सीन एनी पेट्रोल बम बिंग फायर्ड और बींग थ्रोन एनी थिंग आई हैव सीन स्टोन बिंग थ्रोन आई लेकिन आपोजिंग ग्रुप्स यू नो देर इज अपोजिंग ग्रुप देर इज वेरी हार्ड टू डिस्क्रिमिनेट बिटवीन अ ग्रुप ऑफ थाउजेंड स्टूडेंट्स की आप प्रोटेस्टिंग ग्रुप्स का कौन सा मेंबर है या सपोर्टिंग सपोर्टिंग ग्रुप का कौन सा मेंबर है ये हार्ड है उस वॉयेंस के उस आपाधापी में इसको डिस्क्रिमिनेट कर पाना उसमें नामजद कोई नहीं है बहुत सारे लोगों के खिलाफ है यूनिवर्सिटी के बाहर के लड़के जो है वो उनको भी इसमें शामिल किया जा सकता है क्योंकि वो भी लगातार सपोर्ट की और अपोज करने की कोशिश में लगे हुए थे नहीं नॉर्मली जब एफआईआर फाइल होती है तो उसमें लिखा जाता है कि अननोन पर्सन इन्होंने आइडेंटिफाई कैसे कर लिया बारह सौ मतलब कि ये तो बहुत अजीब सी बात हुई कि बारह सौ नाम बारह सौ students of yours 
इवन आफ्टर सेइंग कि बाहरी लोग इन्वॉल्व थे इस प्रोटेस्ट में तो आप जैसे दो ग्रुप्स की बात कर रहे हैं तो उसमें जो दूसरा ग्रुप जो आप कह रहे हैं वीसी के करीब है और वीसी उससे सब काम करवाना चाहता था ये इस ग्रुप के बारे में थोड़ा बताएंगे कौन सीनियर लोग हैं बाहर के लोग हैं कौन है ये नहीं नहीं बेसिकली उसमें यूनिवर्सिटी के ही स्टूडेंट्स इन्वॉल्व हैं इसमें यूनिवर्सिटी में एक और बड़ा फैक्टर है कि यूनिवर्सिटी जी सी त्रिपाठी यूनिवर्सिटी हैज गॉट अ ब्राह्मण वाइस चांसलर आफ्टर अ लॉन्ग टाइम सो मेनी ऑफ द स्टूडेंट्स प्रोटेक्टिंग और सपोर्टिंग द वाइस चांसलर कम्स फ्रॉम द ब्राह्मण कम्युनिटी बट इवन देन मेनी ऑफ दोज आर रिलेटेड विद द अखिल भारतीय विद्यार्थी परिषद सो वेन द प्रोटेस्ट वॉज गोइंग ऑन द गेट and someone held the banners the large banners on the bhu's main gate hmm. so the guys leaning towards bjp uh, or abvp they started uh, shouting slogans ki mahamana ka samman nahi mahamana ka apman nahi sahega hindustan kind of slogans they started to raise hmm. and uh, what I, i saw ki they were trying to instigate a fight ki koi ek ladai ho jaye so provide a, a hold to police to enter into the protest and start uh, crushing it so as of now is the issues has it remained women safety or ab wo issue bhul ke ye pura rajnitik rang le chuka hai ye pura i mean is there still hope for the focus of media be women safety or is is that a casualty in this politicking obviously there is a chance ki wo issue appeal ho jaye aur dusre issues erupt ho jaye kyunki ab naya mudda ho raha hai ki vc ko barkhast kiya jaye now samajwadi uh, student groups or nsui and aisa are pouring in into the city to fuel the protest by their side but uh, the girls who are actually leading the protest are nowhere than seen and they will they will come back on october 3 so aur ye jo nsui और आयसा जो आप बोल रहे हैं वो शहर में आ रहे हैं वैसे बनारस में इनका कोई रोब नहीं है दे हैव नो प्रेजेंस देयर नो 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 दे हैव नो सच पॉलिटिकल बेस इन द वाराणसी आई कैन से आई थिंक तीस्ता सेतलवाद आल्सो वेंट देयर तीस्ता सेतलवाद शी वाज डिटेन बट अपेरेंटली दैट वाज समवन फ्रॉम आप आल्सो आई थिंक कपिल मिश्रा ट्वीटेड या but tista uh, sitalwad was not uh, it was not, uh, not this, for this case that she that was it was an already scheduled event that she yeah. was going for they just they they basically arrested her as i guess a preventive measure but she was scheduled to visit for a, a different uh, in protest BHU. in uh, well at, at, in rajghat Raj in rajghat that's a far 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 situated from bhu yeah in rajghat it was not in bhu so that was a, a preventive uh, kind of thing so yeah. anyway thank you so much yeah uh, for providing us first hand information siddhant thank you thank you and uh, let's hope sense prevails in bhu soon yeah let's hope so all right thank you thank you all Okay now let's move on to the rest of the panel and other stuff but before I do that I just have this one very s- brief letter has come and I just want to read that before we move on to the rest of the issues hello team and mufat khoron ye kaan khol ke sun lo apne kaan mein se ungli nikal ke kaan saaf karke suniye ye ye ek student hai binoy lewis just want to let you know i've renewed my subscription for another year unfortunately i can only afford the disruptive subscription as i'm a student i spent a week deciding between purchasing a pair of jeans and this subscription and decided that the subscription was more important i honestly believe that you guys deserve all the support because you are in this line to educate the public sometimes at the cost of your own lives a bit of an overstatement binoy but i'm not complaining Fantastic. thank you I, I i hope he does have an additional pair of jeans i but you know i just hafta. think um, you know we guys should send him uh, some memorabilia was a t-shirt yeah. if that's the least we can Give do him a t-shirt but that's really nice jeans <laughs> yeah we'll send you a t-shirt to go with your jeans but thanks so much yeah i'm really touched by this you know just eight line mail and um 
means a lot yeah and thank you for supporting independent media i hope others who are listening to the chota hafta phokat wala take some lessons from this moving on so uh, let's start with you manisha this bhu protest i i read about what the allegations were of what had happened to that girl who was walking back i'm really shocked because you know i've spent a lot of time in banaras shooting and banaras is one of the few up towns which seems relatively safe like kanpur meerut they seem like bungholes where no one is safe banaras has that quality that late night you can go here there you see a lot of chahal pehal really? along the ghats yeah, yeah banaras is so i i'm really surprised that but apparently this has been going on in bhu yeah. for the longest time if you hear of, some of the testimonies of the girls it seems uh, they've also com- they've routinely complained about uh, the lighting outside their hostel also which is dim or not adequate and they've said that you know there are men who come there often you know throw things at us uh, say things masturbate uh, this was very shocking because this girl like though the chancellor just said eve teasing ka case tha sexual molestation nahi tha this girl actually this uh, the guys who had uh, who had sort of uh, molested her had put their hands under her clothes like that's what she says ki that's what the fir says ki haath ke andar you know it's a very big thing so then for the guard to say ki tum yahan kya kar rahi thi and then for the administration to not take any action and then the vc on top of that clarifying ki listen don't call this sexual molestation this is eve teasing is well, yeah although i'm not surprised but that is, doesn't mean it need not be condemned because yeah. condemnation is not only for surprising events hmm. but i'm not surprised considering some of what the students are quoting what he said in the past yeah. of you should give up your education for your brothers and some other things of you know women should not questioning their modesty yeah it, it's it's it i was so yeah also i mean if that's the kind of action, if that's the quality of vice chancellors we have in this country then god help education and then instead of taking action you're saying ki foreign hand that the famous foreign hand that just comes for every little thing from manmohan to modi kuch bhi ho jata to bahari log aaye the he actually said in one of the interviews that this whole like he actually insinuated that the whole incident of molestation was somehow uh, you know it somehow came about and propped up and became such a big deal because modi was visiting which is ridiculous i mean you have to take i don't think girl students in your college are going to i mean it's just such an overstatement but i think one thing that i found again surprising was that this was one new story that even times on republic could not spin to put that see the congress's fault <laughs> they had to question the authorities and listen till they established the bikers were congressmen yeah, but ha <laughs> what so anand ji what was your, did you read that okay. much about this now there are a lot of issues muddled up here first uh, the question of uh, eve teasing or alleged uh, molestation now this has been a problem not only in up everywhere so in fact in western up it has been linked with the dropout in enrollment of girl students school so they don't go there yes because of ha hmm. uh-huh. so that is a different issue but uh, the danger of of politicization of the issue is that individual accountability would not be fixed yeah and uh, that is uh, when we look for system political ideologies in cases like this what uh, is missed is the fixing of individual responsibilities uh, ultimately a crime is done by individuals right so that is one thing now the third thing is that most of the reports that came had uh, a very naive idea of the geography of uh, banaras hindu university at uh, any given uh, i have gone there several times and uh, i have stayed there also you see at any given time in bhu there are always the number of outsiders 
uh, is greater than the number of his students and his staff. At, a, at one time, even yeah. DU used to be like that. So it is not a scattered university like DU, uh, nor as small as JNU. Uh, so it is uh, on three sides of it. Uh, there are urban villages like Bir Sarai and Katwariya Sarai. They are, uh, one is Sir Govardhanpur and other is Chitapur. Hmm. Now there are urban villages which are also known as crime belts. So uh, people from there also come. There is a hospital in the campus, campus. campus, which is uh, visited, which is uh, a very popular destination for patients. Mm. And then there is a temple. So uh, all that adds up to so the temple is inside the inside the campus. So all that uh, adds up to a scenario where the number of outsiders is always greater than the number of. Uh, now, the question of um, vice chancellors, it has always been uh, a question of political appointments, not only now, but from a long time. And uh, uh, regrettably, very less work has been done on this. I think uh, in 2013, when the um, Higher Education Commission was set up, uh, it has also not gone into the specifics of it. And uh, only one scholarly work of repute, that is by Delhi School of Economics sociologist Andre Bethley, Indian universities at Crossroads, uh, Crossroads uh, published by Oxford in 2014, I think. Now, the safety issue and uh, this uh, politicization of uh, academic appointments, now, he has also not, that, that is uh, an area which should be probed, um, sorry, uh, explored and written about. It means how n n n even IS officers in Rajasthan, Bihar are appointed as vice chancellors. So mm. that, that is a travesty of it. Yeah, I think, and, and uh, increasingly, universities are becoming the hotbeds of political activity and dissent. Uh, as we see in Hyderabad, JNU, BHU. I don't know, is that a good sign? Raman, what do you think? It is a good sign. And uh, even in this particular case, the girls, you know, use this incident as a handle to to highlight what all is going on in the university so the vice chancellor's patronizing attitude the way he was trying to you know uh, question their modesty why do you go out why do you stay out you know in mm -hmm. the night so they try to raise the they use this incident as a handle so there i don't see the politics the politics came later mm. when uh, you know yeah. Everybody started asking. But, uh, yeah, but the, uh, I, isn't that inevitable, Anand, in any you know place in the world, in a politically heated environment where politics is hot, you know, you just need a case which. Yeah, so you know, a couple of things. One is that, uh, as Anand said, I mean, even I've been to BHU, stayed there. Uh, plus, two of my current students are products of BHU. So first things first is this VC should resign. That's the first thing. What is term it term is be sacked <laughs> and, you know, yes. then let him ruminate on what has happened. Because I have, uh, you know, and what you say is true, what Anand says is true, that most of these appointments are actually political appointments. But we, especially in this case, we somehow seem to have, or this government seem to have, you know, climbed inside a barrel, uh, empty barrel and scraped the bottom to get this guy out. I mean, it's a disaster. The kind of statements he makes, the kind of, uh, you know, the way he comes across, you know, deeply patriarchal, misogynistic. And from what I've heard from my own students, uh, it is like, a, I mean, uh, I would say Syria or Iraq. I mean, uh, come night time, 
yeah, girls cannot go out after seven and you know things of that sort. And a lot of it actually is liked by the parents, which is again and that, is, and that uh, you know, cannot change overnight. Yeah, I but what I mean to say they is also that, live in an ecosystem. I, I, I agree, but you know, you know, the whole point is if you've gone somewhere to university to study. You don't want to be, uh, uh, you know, quarantined after six sure. o'clock, seven p.m. I mean, that's ridiculous. Especially when you have boys who are allowed for a much later, you know, till ten uh, or some whatever it is. Then library, you cannot go. You know, all sorts and of. There is a uniform code also. I mean, yeah, he has you know, questioned so girls uh, who used to wear jeans. And now mm. it is true. In fact, I was hearing Nishita Gautam, who is from DU, and she was on some uh, panel, and she's from AMU, and she was saying that AMU is also like this, which is true. But the point is. Somebody has to grapple with this Absolutely. and find out. Ki, uh, you know, also like this thing. I remember there was one. Uh, I think it, it was a um, headlines today journalist who was uh, discussing the triple talaq issue at AMU. Yes, that's right. And yeah. these boys Bunch came and, they, yeah. and how she bloody fought yeah. back. That was you know. But, but as far as just you know the comment that you made about politicization, I'm I have been always against. These youth wings of political parties yeah, meddling in universities. Even here, okay. DU major. Yeah, so you know they just have to be driven out of the. Th- I don't mind conscientious students. Autonomous political outfits. Yes, and yeah. you know, like I'm taking the example of St Stephen's College, for example. It doesn't take part in the DU elections, or at least when I was there, it never did. It has its own election. People raise their issues that are important for them, but you know, this outside influence of you know rushing in with the, all your uh, SFI, ABVP, all these guys, these are gundas basically. Sir, बुरा ना मानना आपके Stephens was at a loss because of that. I mean, it was. I I mean, I really think. But you look at, for example, DU, Nico. Both of us from DU. We are both last. टोकनिज्म था ना हाँ चलो अच्छा तुम्हें इलेक्शन करना चाहो इलेक्शन इलेक्शन खेलो इट इज एन एक्सटेंशन ऑफ पब्लिक स्कूल you look at the expense you look at the vandalization that happened ah, in I the recent There's, dou election i think it's a big and problem and there is this uh, lingdo committee report nobody is following yeah, that yeah kitna kharchna in bhu the student union was disbanded in 1997 hmm. so i was a school student I, and with one of my cousins i went uh, and uh, then the one of the student leaders was sakti singh to he had to get some work done from him so his language was ki acha ye kaam tumhara physics ka ye professor karega nahi karega to kal subah ghus ke maarenge to after 1997 bhu student union was disbanded and uh, there uh, i think in 2010 there was a, a student council which was a tithless body anyway so it was re- revived and in 2013 they revived the student union. union but then it was again uh, in light of the lingdo committee and supreme court directions they revived it and it was again disbanded to wahan ka kya hai ki 40 years 42 years ke students competitive examination ki taiyari karne wale rehte hain ha to ek jo bhojpuri mein gana hai wahi se prerna mili hai usko ki asiye se leke asiye se kai ke bhi ye bachwa hamar competition deta ama mein leke admission competition deta to wo 
चालीस बयालीस साल के लोग रहते हैं अंदर तो टाइमिंग्स and the the point is that even bhu if you have these things ki 7 o'clock the women have to be back you'll never tackle the security problem because you've just found a solution that you just be home that i agree. I, i do think that thing about separate girls hostel post graduate places where you're making such rules for adult women uh, it's universities cannot be an exact reflection or representation of society they have to be where the change look, they have to yes. catalyze yeah. bilkul catalyzing agent where they're doing kar rahe conscientious ki bhai ye change laoge dusre time pe aap 6 baje ladkiyon ko andar band kar rahe and what is this girls hostel boys hostel business that's ridiculous you know i agree the timing so, bit is just ridiculous we have bhi khaye sir che ki t-shirt humne bhi pehni hai lekin aisi baat nahi मनीषाइबरली Quotes: One death is a tragedy. A million deaths is just a statistic. Unquote. These words are as true today as they were when Stalin supposedly said them during said them to Churchill during the Tehran conference. Stalin said it. I am a long-time admirer of Stalin as a member of CPI. If you turn on your TV, open a web browser, or switch on the radio, the news is filled with such statistics, and they don't affect us in any way. Dinner continues with a condescending, sympathetic, or an insensitive remark about the incident. Terming the behavior of the Indian media towards Rohingyas as insensitive would be an understatement. However, the sensitive—this is in quotes—sections of the global and domestic media also lack nuance and historical understanding of the problem. We have created a false dichotomy where either you have to support them irrespective of their ideology, or oppose them despite the prosecution they face. There is a difference between situational awareness, victim blaming, and assigning personal responsibility. I think it is important to have a more nuanced approach to the subject. Rohingyas are not ethnic to Rakhine as they were relocated there after the British occupied Burma. Rohingyas are ethnic to the Chittagong districts of Bangladesh. As a community they were deeply influenced by the Faraidi movement in Bengal that propagated the ideology of the Wahhabis of Arabia which advocated settling Ikhwan that's agricultural communities and waging a holy war against the non-believers if you read the detailed account of the history of rohingyas by the historian ai chan he mentions that violence and tension always existed between the arakanese buddhists and the rohingyas it reached its peak during world war 2 when the british armed the rohingyas to resist the japanese invasion the volunteers instead of firing or fighting the japanese massacred thousands of arakanese civilians in the towns and villages this is in quotes from the book i'm guessing he's quoting Rohingyas never really considered themselves to be Burmese they insisted on a separate identity demanded to be part of a Muslim majority country and later a Muslim autonomous state as is the case with most Islamic minorities they don't want to live as a minority there is a mutual distrust between the communities of these there is a mutual distrust between the communities one of these communities is in power and is prosecuting the other i don't think i'll be wrong if i say that the condition of the buddhists would have been much worse had the roles been reversed 
there is an elephant in the room and people are too politically correct to acknowledge it. Muslims and minority want a secular state with special rights. This love for secularism dies when they become a majority. I don't think there's an elephant in the room, but this has been said ad nauseum for the longest time. But anyway, maybe <laughs> people around you haven't been saying this. It is the only religion that acts like a mafia, insult the prophet and you will be killed. Doesn't matter which part of the world you reside in. While there are reformists, Muslims who are trying to reform the religion, most modern extremists agree with severe punishments for blasphemy, apostasy, homosexuality, etc. A devout Muslim wishes for a society where the infidels are either converted, subjugated or killed. It is time we acknowledge and oblige the Muslims and bleeding heart liberals like Manisha to acknowledge that intolerance and extremism is pretty common in Muslims. Islam represents a rejection of everything that is secular, tolerant and pluralist. Ataturk acknowledged it a century back. Why can't the left liberals in India do the same now? You talk about safety of Muslims in India? Try living as a devout Hindu in a Muslim-majority neighborhood. Celebrating something as vapid as India's win over Pakistan becomes risky. This bigotry of low expectations that many liberals like Manisha show needs to go. You may quote exceptions, yes, there are some, but most of these exceptions are not because of Islam, but despite it. Regards, Anonymous. P.S. What happened to Let's Talk About Series and Murthal's story? You need to stick to timelines. Well, Murthal's story she's working on, but before that, the other NL Sena's project is complete. You can start that. Murthal will be complete soon. And you'll also, uh, Let's Talk About, we'll have the next few up. But Anonymous, it would have been nice had you written your name because I don't think you have to be so scared about writing a letter to us. But Manisha, you pseudo-liberal bleeding heart. But precisely the reasons why we shouldn't be taking cues from them, all the things that he or she has listed out saying how horrible things can be. Hmm. I mean, of course it is horrible in Pakistan. Hindus, forget Hindus, Christians have been persecuted. There are laws in the state that allow that persecution, which India has gotten rid of. And that's precise. And I don't understand, I mean... Why should we take example from the lowest common denominator? Like, why do we have to look towards Muslim-majority nations or Muslim-dominated nations to as some sort of examples that we should be following? And yeah. in terms of Rohingyas, what I was arguing for last time was simply this, that I do understand there could be real reasons for not allowing them to be here. But what I was arguing for was more grace in conversations on television, primetime news. Yes, and what I specifically was arguing for was not using words so casually that color the entire community where you can interchange the word terrorist and the name of the community. And yeah. that is what is happening. So, yeah, yeah I, I think also, there was nuance, but I think Anonymous, it's not like Anonymous wants nuance. Anonymous wants the other extreme voice. So while the, <laughs> while the pretense is there's not enough nuance, the expectation is get Arnab, which is not what we do here. No, no, I, why should we rally around religion? I mean, that's my problem. I mean, if persecution is happening of any community which is in minority, is condemnable. Sure. If it is Hindu in Pakistan, yes, we, we do not support it. But why should we simply say that uh, the Muslims, uh, you know, means uh, they, they do not want secularism? Why, why can't, why, uh, how can we paint one community, you know? Sure, so and I think that was stated even when Kanchanda was here that, yes, they could be, a security threat. True. They are being persecuted terribly. That is also true. One truth is not at the cost of the other. Hmm. So I think that was discussed. I Anonymous, I really don't think you want nuance. I think you want... You want me to say Muslims are problematic yeah, and they're horrible and, and they deserve to be killed? I'm not going to say that. Like uh-huh. that I'm, I, so, of course there are problems and of course there are more problems in Muslim majority uh, nations as opposed to yeah, I would I would say, encourage uh, sorry uh, anyone else has a view on that letter I would like to say is that I think Varun Gandhi made a very sensible remark I think maybe yesterday or something really? that which was a surprise that's why I read it because I thought kya ho gaya bhai? you know and what he said was and uh, you know I, I've said this before sure there are security reasons 
right? So, and of course, you cannot just disregard what your security agencies are saying. What he said was go case by case basis. You know, I mean, you can't, you cannot ignore a community or a person who's being, you know, persecuted outside or is facing atrocities. And at the same time, you know, deny refugee status. Because now you see with the uh, unearthing of the mass graves, which incidentally today UN has been given the permission to to go to Rakhine and, you know, to examine Examine. that. Hmm. And we do need that. You know, we just cannot go by the Burmese armies or militaries or, you know, because it's Mm -hmm. a conflict of interest. You know, they Mm. they are going to say that. But of course, it's been, uh, you know, most gruesome, horrific find. And it reminds you of Srebrenica and, you know, all those uh, things that we saw uh, in Congo, for example, you know, 80 or dozen odd mass graves have been found. Under such circumstances, if you have, for example, if you say that, oh, we're not going to admit anyone from Rakhine, now you are. That means you are actually not going to admit the Hindus running Either. from there. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. So this is. I mean, for this, and I, I'm not insinuating that the uh, that the government is actually anti-Muslim. That's why they are. But a, a lot of the vibes that you get from the kind of comments, uh, you know, that many the conversation the, around it is the conversation around it is even yeah, though the and it's reflected by Arnab as well. You mm-hmm. know that. Le, wa, let's talk about religion. Let's talk about it. Let let it be open, you know. So it's clear that, uh, you know, they they feel Rohingya Muslims are a security threat. And, but then, you know, you have to ask, there are a lot of other persecuted minorities there. Rohingya, I mean, okay, not Rohingya Hindus, but Hindus from Rakhine. Mm. Now, would you deny them as well? Sure. So, yeah, you know, you just can't, you have to yeah, go. So that's why I like what Varun said. Go case by case. Look at the security threat of a, a six-month-old kid, Right. And look at the security threat of an 18-year-old woman who's been persecuted. Look at the security threat of a 30-year-old guy who probably is getting money from Saudi Arabia do, and do, from do ARS. extreme trade. vetting, as Trump would say. Well, <laughs> that's... Uh, you, know. you were saying... No, no, no. I'm saying that the narrative is built around the religion. That's the problem with Rohingya, you know. Issue. You look at the, from time to time, the facts which came up. I think the other day also we spoke here, I think Kanchan uh, yeah, only Kanchan was saying that, that the two, three of them have been found, you oh. know, joining uh, LET or some, I mean, some, mm. some terrorist group. That the facts are not right. Okay. Mm. The second, again, now the latest that has come, 25 Hindu graves were found. But again, we, the, we are not able to identify who these 25 Hindus are. Mm. So you will see that the narrative is built around... This community, kind of, uh-huh. that community, yeah, they are, yeah. yeah, the religion, the religion. So the that is part. also fed to a large extent by a lot of lakhs of Muslims, Indian Muslims, protesting against, you know, or rising in solidarity with the Muslim Rohingyas, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of mullahs saying all sorts of yeah, horrible I saw things. That speech, yeah. so so speeches from like Pakistan where you have clouded. these guys saying, "Hum badla lenge." These guys are worse, I think, than so they're worse than the whole thing has been made religious. And both sides are to blame. But the point is, I don't care about the one side that is making his religious, which is Pakistan or, mm-hmm. you know, many Indian Muslims. I care about my government. Mm. And if the government makes it religious, then that's not right. Because you cannot yes. discriminate. And I said this in 2014 as well, when there was a case, Arun Jaitley, for example, he said that, you know, this is a, a homeland for Hindus. Where would Hindus, persecuted Hindus go? Mm-hmm. That was, if you remember, 2014 before the elections, you know, the, from Bangladesh, if Hindus are coming. Basically, the idea was to deny Bangladeshi Muslims yeah, refugee status. Refugee status the correct. idea being that there are 70 Muslim nations. Why don't they accept it? See, I don't I, think on, India should think this, along those no, lines. No, on the ground also, on, I mean, if not the government, if you see, we our reporter had recently gone to Jammu to do a story on Rohingyas. 
So I put her to one senior, very senior police officer. So that senior police officer, well, uh, I said, just uh, give my reference and speak to him. He is going to help you. So that senior officer gave him, gave her the names, you know, of the Bajrangdal and, uh, you know, the other uh, Hindu outfits. And uh, she went and she spoke to those guys. And the narrative, again, you know, was built around the religion. The narrative that came out of them. And, and they, in fact, they said, identify and kill. They have come up with the press release where they say you identify. If the government will not be able to do it, we will identify them and we will kill them. They have said They as have much. said it. It's, it's there in the press notes. So I said, ki, ask them, I mean, whether they are serious about it. They chickened out. After when, when she started, you know, asking uh, all kind of questions. But they put out a press release like yeah. this. Yeah. And, and a senior police officer had... And he sent me also that SMS. It is with me right now. And uh, that I have put, I have given, I'm helping your reporter. So so those numbers were given out. And uh, they were giving, you know, building up a narrative around. Okay, I religion. think that's the VHP and Bajrangdals, that is the mandate in any case. Mm-hmm. Just on the Arun Jetty remark though, I do feel that India should be a natural home for persecuted Hindus. I do feel like that kind of, because where else will they go? It's true in South Asia, if Hindus are being persecuted. The point is, it's fine. You can say like Israel, you know, as a natural home for Jews. That's fine. But it should. you cannot deny somebody a refugee status if somebody wants to come by saying that you're not Hindu. It is not a... That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I sure. Think, I think Any he, Hindu who's persecuted, let yeah, him come to yeah, India. I don't yes. think Anand is saying that corollary is untrue. He's yeah. saying but if that is you can't the case, do that. then that, I mean, that's legit. Okay, let's just move on to the economy, which was ignored in a lot of television debates and Mr. Yashwant Sinha has suddenly put it into the mainstream. We also have an interview with Yashwant Sinha, which has been yeah, done which by Yeah, which is Nidhi. very nice. Very, very nice good interview. interview. You can see that. The link is below. There was so much anger in him. This is one or two So now, economy is crash landing, the revival of this entire economic advisory council. Although, I mean, correct me if, you know, someone disagrees. Uh, Surjit Bhalla's presence there does, is not reassuring for me at least because I have I think you're wrong I'm, there is no proof required I'm a regular <laughs> consumer of his column I his piece and Tavleen's piece in the Express I won't miss no matter what else I miss purely for the entertainment value because the frequency with which he gets something wrong that he very confidently states and a month and a half later is most amusing but I have my same heroes <laughs> you know people over the time identify like you've identified so for me it's uh, uh, Guha and Akar Patel I don't miss Are they e- any of their columns, even huh. if, you know, even one word. So, how, so Anand, what will it do to the economy? Uh, is it just window dressing? Because if if you believe the whispers of the corridors of power, the PM doesn't listen to all these petty economists. Yeah. He does what he says. I mean, the, well, let go. Sorry. Okay. So, yes, one thing is a bitter man. So, perhaps less bitter than Arun Sori, but he's still a bitter man. So... Uh, he can say a number of things. When economy is strong, I don't feel it is strong. When it is weak, I don't feel how, how it is weak. So for a common man, whenever this animal spirits are high and economy is doing good, I don't know how to identify that. I means, uh, And when it is going down, I don't feel any difference. So maybe businessmen do, maybe traders Housewives. do, but uh, anyway, so that's a very layman explanation of the economic situation. Uh, second thing is there could be contentious sets of uh, statistics rolled out. So people are also from different uh, political 
uh, opinion they are rolling out a statistics to counter it so you can always torture a statistics to confess anything so that is also not credible just as reports on rohingyas people will some say they are terrorists they are not terrorists so the the reporting is itself so much uh, contentious that uh, you cannot uh, come Sorry, to Sorry, I mean, I'm not just reporting. The thing of what's unique about economics is that you cannot have a controlled experiment to disprove the action taken. Like, like they're saying they're going to be a stimulus here. After the 2008 stimulus, whatever Obama did, till today economists are arguing that it mm. worked or didn't work. Because mm. they're saying, the ones who want to say it worked are saying, look, so many jobs added, so many jobs are lost. The ones are saying, no, but had you not done that, more jobs would have been added and there's no way to test that. There's no mm. controlled experiment that you can do. You mm. know, having said that, I, I do agree with Anand that, you know, there's, as they say, there are two sides to a story. But, you know, there are some parameters, for example, in, in the sciences and in economics to some extent. You look at a chart, sure. there cannot be two sides to a chart. Sure. You know what I mean? I mean, if yeah. you see growth something... Also, growth. growth is just there for you to see. Yeah, you know, so you can't just say, look, this has another side to it. So if the exports have been falling, if, of course, I mean, it is true that we are looking no, at trade quarterly... Trade deficits are a very, you know, specific indicator and of... As, 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 as I said, you know, I, I don't actually mind the lack of opportunity as much as I mind lost opportunity. You see, if if an Indian doesn't have, uh, you know, has lack of opportunity, people grow despite that, all of us, you know. But if you had, I mean, you would, Narendra Modi, I would say, was blessed when he came in 2014. I mean, the oil prices, what they were, okay, it was cheaper than bislary water sure. per barrel, if you say, un, uh, you know, un, unpurified. And he had everything going for him. Uh, and where the economy is now... I'm sorry, it's just a case of uh, real lost opportunity. And what, what are your expectations from the Economic Advisory Council? Because I know that the Niti Aayog, many people were quite disappointed. They were window dressing. What they did, See, did the not... See, economy is something, Abhinandan, it's actually unlike, you know, for example, uh, foreign minister or uh, foreign affairs. You can do any damn thing you want and there you'll say, Achha, bhai, you know, there is no tangible, okay? You can say, oh, look at our pathetic relations with Pakistan, Right. Uh, and this is the doing of, but well, we need pathetic relations with Pakistan. Somebody will argue that. Look at our relations with China. They're bad. Somebody, well, we need. But in, in the case of economy, you can't just sit on your, uh, uh, you know, uh, on your hands and say, let's not do anything about it. The proof is in the pudding. And if, and uh, to be honest, I'd much rather believe Dr. Swami than Yashwan Sena. Okay. Oh, and if Swami says it's in a tailspin, of course, there is a conflict because he doesn't like Jaitley and sure. same is with this. But he is an economist. But he's in and, fact. No, but despite, I mean, like, I mean, there are disliking problems. with Yashwan Sena, but mm. let's give it to him that he was an administrator. He has worked in the administration sure. and As he is the former finance minister. So attacking him, saying he that he was, was a failure, officer. he was a failure as a finance minister. See, this is not how you counter the arguments that he has given in his. He has raised the same issue. He has he has spoken about the exports being down ha. and you know and the petrol oil prices and, being and, and private prices, investment yes. is down. And so he has he has spoken the same issue. So we can't run him down. By simply saying that he's a disgruntled, after all, he's still with the BJP, even if he's, he's disgruntled. The okay. BJP yes. hasn't thrown him out. No, yes. And like the Dig black Vijay father Singh and son. was writing uh, op-eds uh, against P. Chitamram in Economic Times. So hmm. these things happen. 
what I am not discrediting him. What I am saying that for a common man, there is no tangible measure. Yeah, yeah. And, and what Modi has to be wary of be, uh, is that uh, good economies don't reap uh, good electoral results, but bad economies punish you. So sure. uh, and uh, I think his game plan is to uh, very a uh, uh, very low common denominator that. Uh, ensure something in a negative way that we didn't have any scams we had good governance in, in a negative way that we didn't have any major corruption charge well, there is a report in the world economic forum that says corruption in india has come down substantially uh-huh. that is yes. in this morning uh, world so bank is saying oh, that oh, DSG, you know these reforms 8% 9% jayegi growth i, I mean i the, you see what anand oh. says just to add to that you're absolutely right Okay, that good economies. Uh, what did you say? Uh, they, don't, they don't don't reflect. Don't, don't reflect. Don't reflect yeah. Yeah. You know about two thousand four. What happened? Okay, but when you say bad economies punish you, hmm. I'm not so sure. I'm actually not so sure because if you look at the last three years, one I I would say the you know one good thing this government has achieved. and manisha just briefly touched upon that when you said you know housewives now you see it is due to raghuram rajan that despite all pressures he kept the inflation down everyone was saying raise the inter- you know cut the interest rate cut the you know cut 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 he said no and you look at you see i think the, mr bhalla would go at what, him regularly <laughs> well i mean he has written many <laughs> columns about you know what uh-huh. the hell is raghuram rajan doing but had he not done that Had our inflation, which is right now three percent or something, had been nine percent, which with, it wasn't, and with low growth, we would have been up shit creek. I was saying the journey from two thousand seventeen to nineteen. Sure, okay. but In you know, the, the, this one thing I disagree a little with Mr. Vardhan is, uh, I am an Ahmadmi. Mm. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> but as an Ahmadmi, yes, the how the economy is doing impacts me directly because the nature of my business was before we started news laundry i used to make television shows television shows are directly dependent on ad spends you know because you used to make travel shows food shows lifestyle programming so if you know there's a brand that so when an economy is doing well they spend on marketing which is what basically keeps the television industry going when an industry has badly the first thing they cut down is on advertising and marketing not they would, the first thing they don't do is lay off and that hit my business immediately like without there's no lag there's no 6 8 month lag and firing start immediately so and when i when i you know say that dude we don't have any shows to produce cuz no one's putting any ad spend behind it they know why it's happening so i'm not so sure that everybody is no of yeah, course I, the economy say, affects I the common man i we said can't... that the businessmen have a sense of it no, no but i make sure i, I make sure that my colleagues also have a sense विफलताओं का स्मारक है ये सबसे ज्यादा स्पेंडिंग इन्होंने इंक्रीज करी है जब डिमोनेटाइजेशन हुआ दे वॉज अज पीक इन मिनरेगा तो हो ना हो हमारे सो यू नो दैट इज इमीडिएटली रिफ्लेक्टेड भैया लोगों के पास खाने को नहीं है दे विल गो फॉर मनरेगा अगर आप में इतना दम था मोदी जी तो मनरेगा बंद करते ना और आप और बढ़ाएंगे देखना Uh, is that the measure for it is uh, very weak 
for common man means uh, he, he gets a sense of it after say four five years not yeah, immediately there's a lag I, I agree yes. with you on that uh, just two quick points I want to make before I move on to the next sorry sir you were saying no something? no I, the politically the relevance of uh, you know appointing Bibek uh, De Bruyne, De Bruyne hmm. uh, as the chairman of advisory council Bibek uh, has been critical of you know most of the decisions that uh, Arun Jaitley has taken oh has he he, uh, he was very vocal about GST no, but he you was supportive of demonetization. In no. fact, to the extent that was yeah, that was an embarrassing but, interview. But, but, but of his, Arun Jaitley yeah. wasn't aware of demonetization. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 are you so sure about that? Oh, so you're saying politically, this is clipping. Achha. Yeah. So this is the first uh, time. For the first time, I mean, what we knew before this, that uh, Prime Minister had complete faith in uh, you know Jaitley. As uh, even Mr. Jashwant Sinha, he said mm. that he was the most right. uh, intelligent person of uh, his cabinet. So, so he was given this finance. So, for the first time, Bibek, who has criticized GST, and who has who was critical of uh, you know Arun Jaitley in the past also. So, having him elevated. as main advisor, I think it will it's be very interesting. Ha, to but you know, can I just say again, as Kabir ne bhi kaha hai ki kya nindak. ठीक है ना भाई सबसे बड़ा जो मैं कहता हूँ कॉन्फिडेंट सेल्फ कॉन्फिडेंट निंदक जो है वो स्वामी है maybe he at you know desperate times call for desperate measures he would make a great finance minister but the reason someone like him cannot be made finance minister is while he may be very good at what he does which is open to debate but let's say i put that debate aside let's say i assume that yes he'll be a great finance minister you cannot have one of the most important people in your cabinet saying stuff like if you don't accept your hindu ancestry you will not be allowed to vote like he'll say that you will be marked out separately some of the things he says are from the 1940s you know so you it's know, scary so, so no matter how good he's at his job the symbolism of having someone like that can completely discredit a government and let me add here you know i am a black and white guy okay i'm not into gray and so it is uh, you know when i look at swami i look at him as uh, you know basically having two sides one is the cultural sides where he was dead against rss and you know and now suddenly he is all ram mandir and rss and all that stuff okay the other side is the economic side where he has suggested things that are so drastic and in his point of view you know he says we need to start this investment cycle we need this you know the push or cake or whatever you know whatever it may be so when i say that he should be an advisor i didn't say he should be a finance minister i asked that question right. but i didn't say he should be but you need an advisor who will sure. give you an advice on economy not on the culture ek, and all that stuff ek nse ki zarurat hai ek <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, before we move on to the subject i just you know what i was talking about there is this article economist ashok gulati has declined to become part of niti aayog mm. because there are already three four committees who have made recommendations hardly hardly anything is implemented so that's why i think a lot of this is just window dressing because i genuinely don't believe i'll say this for the nth time people who voted bjp well tried but it's not your party that is running the country it is rss and rss has no interest in economy there is a cultural agenda and that will be the mainstay of this government i feel anyway uh, so we'll just move on to the next email after that um i would just like to know what everybody 
यू नो थिंक्स अबाउट दिस जयललिता इशू अबाउट द वीडियो सो जस्ट कीप दैट रेडी बट बिफोर दैट दिस ई मेल Hi NL team regular follower of Hafta few thoughts since Abhinandan is going to start with word count let me try to keep it short i'm so glad people are listening nahi to 2500 ki chithiyan pehl dete the 2500 words not 2000 rupees <laughs> would be great if you folks discuss your weekly suggestions a bit more spend some more time on them maybe you can discuss one week old suggestion after some of you have read through them rather than on arnab modi trump rajdeep aap because as we know it is difficult to expect these men to do sensible things when their salary depends on not being sensible you know uh, this email is from rahul and rahul i completely agree um now we will not have long t- major discussions on the arnabs and the navikas and the rss rahul shiv shankars until they do something completely bizarre which they do every night now so let's you know it <laughs> just waste time here what i said about i am a black and white guy not a gray guy hmm. arnab ki baat karna bhi chhod do because you know i i lose respect for a guy he could easily have said sorry and move on now whatever he says first thing that comes to my mind is the fellow lied and he was unapologetic he about it. it actually my pro- just say sorry uh, and I move on i found most troubling Ashoka was shokan ne sorry keh diya tha logon ne bula diya usko maaf kar diya like they can times Arnab now agar bina sorry kiye log bhul jayenge nahi bhulta at least main nahi bhulta log bhul jayenge that is true i mean his popularity there was a quint piece of somebody <laughs> ah, right yeah, so exactly. his popularity is higher than yeah. what it was last week so yeah so rahul we will not talk about those people so much anymore on hafta uh he says um to next time ranga uncle says about social darwinism yeah. i'm going to reach out for a gun or something <laughs> either spend some time and explain what the hell it is in english or stop using Bog it to label everything sir. plus i have suspicion that he himself is writing under some pseudonym about consequential something is he <laughs> no that would be really fun apne aap ko actually that was contradicting him so like nehru nehru did that once if you remember third Abhinandan you've got the most unbiased mind among the lot. Wow. Well no Rahul I don't actually. I just acknowledge my bias. That hates, is only difference. He hates the word bias. I hate the word unbiased because I'm not going to say mind your tongue but definitely that you might give a wrong impression about your attitudes when you're in a debate. In other words you're good at shouting people down though you don't need to. Okay Rahul I will try to avoid that. Thank you for pointing it out. Mrs Trehan is very much like my mother. The most of the time she gets her analysis right there are some moments of absolute brain freeze national anthem four question marks four exclamation marks five manisha great fan of your period six anandardan great addition but needs to be countered from the left yes nikku you are the one who has to do it <laughs> which brings me to the point that we great if you folks prepare in advance so what topics are going to be there do keep up the good work rahul thanks rahul thank you for subscribing thank you for your support we will try to keep your feedback in mind and we actually already have consciously started doing a lot of things that you have suggested so moving on tamil nadu inquiry panel to submit his report on jalata death within 3 months we had discussed earlier uh, manisha on the intrigue behind the jalata's death remember when the entire thing was happening i think we had dhanya joining us that week we had uh, from news minute i either to dhanya or yeah, sudhir no, that was after jalata passed away passed away that, and that how can you even say like what happened because you know the administration the was under come sus- from outside from sa- like you know was she already dead was now um how much credibility does any inquiry have that tells us because they're saying she had wanted to be video recorded now sasikala saying that we don't want to show the video recording out of respect like will the country ever know what happened to jalalita i believe no never never What I'll is happening? I'll listen till DMK comes and then tries to like get all this out. 
which is not a bad thing you know uh, like while i'm uh, critical of uh, times uh, now and republic being so blatantly and shamelessly used all this every day they get a new breaking news of what happened in bofor cbi had asked for permission ye information kahan se aa raha hai koi crack journalist cbi to bet roz unko koi andar se parcha milta hai and they run it as an exclusive so maybe it's a good thing if every subsequent government takes out all the yeah. uh, the ஜென்ரலிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்க
and amitabh bachchan or this totally different to refinement you exist in a different reality like shahrukh khan said it the only thing about shahrukh khan is he acknowledges his insanity in the sense he says no i i do not think like a normal person i cannot think like a normal person yeah means they start speaking in third person about themselves yeah like anumalik <laughs> like like <laughs> so betha tha main aur anumalik ko khayal aaya ki maine bola iska gana bana he does that but i don't know i might be wrong niku but rajnikanth comes across i mean you know away Same. from his films yeah. so does amitabh bachchan he's the best public nah. speaker no, amitabh bachchan ki tweets aapne dekhi nahi amitabh bachchan is earthquake pe bhi apni photo dal di doesn't have my allegiance so that's that's the difference between uh, you know amitabh bachchan and uh, I, i mean i just find us, when you are at that level superstar a tom cruise and scientology and and you know john travolta and his weirdness and amitabh bachchan and kamal hasan and rajesh khanna for example matlab voli mein khada ho ke aise wave karta tha koi hota hi nahi tha matlab because he before he died he had reached a stage of insanity yeah rajender kumar i know for a fact because i spent some time in bombay as an assistant director for a year working on films dude superstars are mad yeah and i, I don't mean it's a bad way anand and uh, rajinikanth fans i mean in a bad way they are not equipped for public life of the political kind they have reached a level of different plane of reality yeah you're living every know. move of yours is like fuck you're like a hero man you're like superman sorry vardhan uh, yes means uh, um, the era of mgr uh, now that is uh, now entrenched and uh, rajnikanth or kamal hasan ntr also if i can add huh? ntr ntr so the personality cult driven politics of tamil nadu now that is a phase say uh, 1960s or 70s onwards so uh, that is entrenched now what they are will be against is that entrenched politics of dmk and ai dmk which would be difficult to pull off just uh, by the uh, magnetism of their personality right that that that, that, yes. that is what i said yeah and i agree with him i think the yeah. fall will be much quicker they will not be able to sustain the way the ntrs and the mgrs did i yeah Um, but, sorry, but, but 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 radnikant i mean uh, is i think uh, you're underestimating radnikant radnikant can yeah I mean, he's kamal a different kamal hasan i can see what you mean kamal hasan i don't agree but rajni is like rajni is rajni boss and he I is mean, modi's friend right now talaiwar let me add ki remember dhanya dhanya rajendra hmm. uh, you know she tweeted ki bhai i walked out of a um, uh, interval pe main bahar aa gayi thi and how she was yeah, trolled and for she had to go to chennai to uh, file an fir to aap ready rehna sir yeah, but <laughs> chennai jaane ke liye manisha and you anand say that rajnikanth we underestimate i mean he's the, that great it would be a lot more credible if you know when uh, what do you call uh, what was his last film uh, you know that was released kabali Yeah, you know when you guys went with like the, the two liters of milk to pour on his poster. Now when you do stuff like that, and you were you you wore your uh, this thing vesti also. Ranga, didn't you that day come in a vesti saying? And you were down a ghanti. How can you do this being a Tamilian? Bathed written milk. You didn't do that. But was that you? If I can just say it was double toned. It wasn't. The thing is that do fan associations seamlessly translate into strong. party carders right Now, see with rajnikant i can no, don't, i think mean, uh, don't need organize don't need carders it's a he's a different kettle of fish well with all other when rajkumar died of natural causes they said buses on fire 
साउथ में मैं बता रहा हूँ कितने सुसाइड कर लेते हैं चीफ मिनिस्टर वेन ही डेड पीपल कमिटेड अच्छा अब अब बिहारी वर्सेस साउथ हो गया सर अब अब हमें इसको तो अब दिखाना पड़ेगा एक बिहारी सब पे भाड़ी वेरी नाइस तो चलो आपके फेलो बिहारी की चिट्ठी पढ़ लेते हैं इसी पे आनंद वर्धन साहब हेलो एन एल टीम प्रत्युष है आई एम योर टिपिकल ए आई आई एम गेसिंग आर्टिफिशियल इंटेलिजेंस एंड नॉट एयर इंडिया Uh, AI engineer based in Bangalore trying to build the next big product I followed you guys since the very beginning I'm writing this letter mainly to point out a couple of things I'm noticed about Abhinandan your world you seems very heavily influenced by American pop culture you use the debate around American healthcare to explain the debate around Rohingya refugees in India analogies are supposed to make things simpler to understand unless your listeners are mostly amriki nris quite possible it would be it would have left most of us bizarrely confused and this is just one in many such examples Good point here. Yeah. Um, this is Pratyush Sinha, uh, but Pratyush, why do that? Is because I do think the American media, and I'm not talking about the Politico or you know the Wall Street Journal, CNN, which is the most base mass media, takes up a policy issue and really dissects it. The only time I've seen a policy draft being dissected in India is during the Jan Lokpal movement, when I often used to be in panels talking about page eight per year, section eight per year. Other than that, policy documents are not dissected. Rhetoric rules debates. So, and if I give the example of Lokpal, I would not be considered being very fair. So, but you are right. I you I I rely heavily on American pop culture. Um, but I do think it is um it is the best packaged, which is why they are so successful in exporting it all over the world. Talking of which, Abhinandan, I I noticed. uh last week the real happening you know that also took your fancy was not only you were talking of america but of your favorite quote and quote sport basketball about taking the knee what happened yeah it was brilliant that was you amazing bum. <laughs> you bum wow can you imagine doing that then he goes on to say um also add to this your constant harking back to bill ma npr and tons of random celebrities mark olbey john oliver etc primarily comedians who happen to have found an audience in the righteous liberal outrage genre Please, for the sake of your subscribers, don't take that takedowns too seriously, or I'll start calling you Karan Johar of News Laundry. Uh, well, you're most welcome to do that. Uh, you're from I, school also. I can't stand Karan Johar, <laughs> but um, I I think you underestimate them. Uh, the impact people like John Oliver have on popular culture and on politics there is enormous. So, and I I also think um, you know having written satire for television for seven years, which was a ripoff of a show. a french show called huni all i don't know how to pronounce that word and spitting image which i had to watch hours off so that i can rip it off correctly i think american pop culture and especially news is um the most out there they push the boundary but uh, as far as tv shows are concerned like little britain and uh, this is not your daily news or whatever british shows are better but they are very niche Two, your complaints against Twitter seem very elitist. Twitter has greatly enhanced the marketplace of ideas. It has also decentralized the media's earlier top-down control over narrative. I have personally learned a lot from interacting with different accounts. Sure, the level of discourse on television news will fall if editors choose to go with a story just because it trended online, but they should know better. It's their job. Don't blame Twitter for their failure. I'll put out this quote from an American TV show, Silicon Valley. how a monkey chooses to use a technology is not an indictment of the technology itself i agree with you pratyush 
I love Twitter. I think it is a fantastic tool for a variety of reasons, but I think it is the worst tool to frame debates and to basically get to get deep into an issue. Because while I'm sure it's there, it's like finding needle in a haystack. And if you spend too much time on Twitter, I do believe it deteriorates your mind and makes you look at conversations and arguments in a dumber way than if you, you know, get that entire from elsewhere. But I'm not saying Twitter's a bad thing. I think it's a wonderful thing. You've said Hafta is an exercise in revealing biases. So I hope you'll take my perception criticism of them positively. Of course, Pratyush, we always take everything positively. Well, not everything, but most things. I'm pretty glad about Anand Vardhan's presence. Big, being a fellow PBO. Anand Vardhan, what is a PBO? PBO. Person of Bihari origin. Okay, oh. I said it's it, a uh, non-resident Bihari. Uh, <laughs> yeah, NRBI he, you use. Hmm. NRBI, okay. He's Bangalore based. Uh, so I'm quite happy to see Heartland Political Wisdom making its way to a new age English outlet. The rest of the panel is great, as always, except Ranga Uncle, who continues to make things as complex as possible, so but no more complex. <laughs> so, I enjoyed the article on CRISPR. Yeah, even I did, Ranga. That was great. It would be great if you could do some stories on some game-changing technologies like artificial intelligence, cryptocurrencies, and also point out how woefully ill-prepared India is for them. Thanks and hope to get more money soon, Pratyush Sinha. Thanks, Pratyush. On technology writing, you know, uh, we stay away from the stock market and technology because they are way way you know uh, more accomplished experts and it's such a you know specifically expertise subject that generalists riding upon like artificial intelligence and algorithms and these technologies or the stock market doesn't work for me but yeah on biochemistry and stuff like that we have an in-house person on that i'm sure we can write q what do you think uh, staying yeah, no, high, less, high tech like I think Rahul Gandhi was the one who elucidated on artificial intelligence but you know huh. other than that we can ask him to write <laughs> <laughs> but uh, huh. so moving on what do you want to go with Raman sir what, what would you like to discuss that occupied media or didn't but should have uh, not occupied exactly but uh, Yogi uh, is going to celebrate Diwali in Ayodhya was one news which uh, caught my attention and uh, this is going to be I don't. I just want to see whether it is going to be political or it will just be a celebration. I, and it's significant in its symbolism, you think? Because Ram came back, no, to Ayodhya on Diwali. So and cultural. So yeah. culturally, it's quite. I mean, it's quite it an obvious thing to do. It would be exciting to see what he does to the city. No, I mean, but if this it's really thing a festivity, has, no, has not be been done so far. So it's, right, it's going to happen uh, on Views? the on the on the. I mean, state-sponsored Diwali is going to happen for the first time. So so that is something which is. Hmm. Be interested. So, thoughts on this, Mr. Bardhan and Ranga? Diwali in Ayodhya. Even on December 6, 1992, it was symbolic. The the fifth, I was there. So, on fifth, when uh, we were, there was a press conference by the VHP. Mr. Singhal was there. Mm. And he said it is going to be symbolic. So, but there were were, uh, intelligence reports. uh, The military was there. That they bring down the dome. They are going to build. So, I felt two stories. One is the symbolic, which went as lead. The other one was uh, this, uh, that they're going to break it. My own folks did not believe me, but still I insisted. So they, they gave me three columns on the front page. Patriot it used So you me. had already got the information that it would come down. Ah, it would come down. So. But one good thing is that Yogi Ji has his own government's government in Air India. And Kuber Ji is here for everything. So why don't you say it? You see... See, the thing is, as if you do not care for austerity, you do not care for posterity. Mm. 
right if you do not care for austerity you don't care for acha very nice so the point is economic downturn chal raha hai <laughs> debt chal rahi hai theek hai udao paisa udao npas ke bahar mein aap ji rahe hain har cheez export nahi matlab you know halat bigdi hui hai lekin chalo bhai spend karo and mm. if you take the example of you know the pm of bhutan 2013 and bhutan was facing some sort of of course it's a much smaller nation but i'm just talking of the intention of the person how they go about yes he cut his salary he cut you know you you see the the uh, the the government spokesperson you know according to prime minister what he came and said unbelievable you know that it, it tells you the character of the person vardhan sir your view on uh, ayodhya diwali symbolism good bad politically nothing good or bad about it but as seen with it in the context of what uh, rangnathan said uh, okay that can lend itself to different meanings but uh, as an event it may be innocuous means just uh, also uh, one of the constituencies they are addressing is to push the earlier fetters of political correctness so after being sworn in as prime minister modi did a ganga aarti at banaras ghat that is also a kind of cathartic release of uh, the fetters of political correctness that had defined indian republic for decades i think the naive optimistic ram bhakt side of me <laughs> would be happy with this announcement because I think uh, there was just two, three days ago there was World Tourism Day. Hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I think I mean, it is Diwali is a major festival for India. Ayodhya has a specific significance. So if you want to turn that city into some sort of a tourist attraction, like you know, Holi is in Mathura and Banaras. If you want to do that with the city and really ramp it up and sort of make an attraction during Diwali. It's a nice idea but then that's a naive I, I mean I'm being really positive about the government I wish it was I'm sure for the yogi uh, government it no, isn't I wish it was but I think it is uh, more political Yeah exactly uh, symbolic there's something that they had they have been promising you know in their uh, manifesto the Ram Rajya and all so maybe this is the first uh, very very small minuscule step you know celebrating Diwali in Ayodhya Be interesting to see what they do. When is like the Supreme is? Court judgment on the Ram Temple coming through? It's uh, soon, right? I don't no, know. Not any time soon. Didn't Swami? Um, I mean, he's one of the appellants, right? And mm-hmm. he said it's day-to-day hearing or something like that. I, I don't know. I have no Maybe. idea when this would come, but it'll be interesting to see. Like, what do they mean by these festivities? Like, what is it going to be? Is it just going to be, I don't know, a speech around Ram Mandir, or will it really translate to something? Um, what do you want to go with next? you know we could uh, talk about this uh, i don't know very disturbing judgment hc judgment on the rape oh equity. yeah the delhi high court judgment yeah. on mahmood farooqi's uh, rape no feeble no means yes yeah actually why don't you let's just give us a little context on that and then we can so this farooqi guy who's a theater director and also a film director of people live he was uh, charged with rape yeah and charged by uh, american woman i think yeah american yeah. national american yeah, yeah national indian uh, indian origin american oh, national yeah okay mm. right and uh, he was arrested he was he spent some time mm. uh, was he out on bail i, I can't remember no was so he? the trial court pronounced him guilty, guilty. Okay. and then guilty. the court so went he, up to the high court right where and the, the, he was yeah, pronounced I mean, so the high guilty. court revisited the whole thing and mm. has acquitted him mm. saying that uh, a feeble no uh, and the woman um, I was actually uh, involved in some, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, kissing and things of that sort. 
um, and she before. had the prior history of uh, okay that that I know but I mean it is certainly disturbing when the the court says that a feeble no by a woman actually means could mean yes, yes yeah. and as acquitted uh, this thing now I remember Milan Kundera actually wrote exactly the same thing uh, but of course it was a book of fiction I think book of laughter and forgetting I, mm. I you know uh, and he he made his character say that that when a woman says no she actually means yes Haan, and it's the most it was very disturbing uh, i think it's yeah. Yeah. so actually the exact thing one of the things that he said which i found were very was very appalling was in an act of passion actuated by libido it may not necessarily always mean yes in case of yes or no in case of no mm-hmm. so i think irrespective of the merits of the case just how it's worded it really takes you back to the times like you said ki naam hai ha chupi and all that and then the the onus to prove shifts on the victim that was your no strong yeah. enough was it feeble and that i mean i think the judgment could have arrived at whatever it arrived at without then going into the tricky territory of consent that takes us back 100 years and pretty much negates all the progress we had made after justice verma's uh, committee suggestions right so um, people take these things as general comment now so they start applying on other cases also so yeah i mean a lawyer is well within his duty to use this judgment you know to fight for another client who is accused of the same thing i mean i've written a piece on this which i'm prepared to be get trolled for trashed for well i won't say trolled because that because there may be legitimate criticism but i think there are two realities here one is that the framing uh, the the wording of the judgment are deeply problematic like manisha said i think yes that's true but the framing of the debate around this was also problematic because it kind of extrapolated this case and the wording of this to society in general in such a broad way that you you it's possible to basically make too many people into sexual aggressors or predators whereas relationships are far more complicated and complex with people who you know I'm not talking about strangers so i i mean i don't know i i've i've tried to walk a tricky line maybe because i'm a man i don't get it but yeah i i think the the debate the judgment is problematic the debate was also problematic sorry vardhan sir you were saying something and the judge seems to have a, a fertile erotic imagination if not pornographic <laughs> so another <laughs> that is true hmm. in a way so um, another thing is that uh, sexual harassment and its extension rape is not about the sexual act it is about power sure so physical power here of overpowering a woman or positions of authority political official or whatever mm. now within a confine of his house if it was his house i think it, yeah, was, it was, his was house he had that power mm, he sure. had that power and uh, that Uh, still irrespective of other arguments makes him guilty so that is what i'm saying okay uh, for I me that's also too broad then yeah. any any kind of uh, you know sexual encounter in your premises is is you know subject to scrutiny as an act of aggression and every relationship no it was okay. said broadly but uh, if you look at the facts of the cases he's right i mean He, no, did Anand, not, he did not contest that he did not uh, no, no anand is right uh, i'm saying in this case uh, but uh, what i'm saying is projecting this as a rule in general uh, like that is i did a play i i would have you all know i'm a thespian i did a play called closer which is actually it was made into a hollywood film not my play there was a film called closer it is originally a play by patrick marber which is very celebrated play it's uh, basically 
it's really ruthless there are only four characters and it's about relationships it's two couples and the slogan of that play the tagline was uh, it's a play by patrick marber do google closer and if you can read the the uh, script of it it says um, all's fair and love is war it takes a very brutal look at relationships man woman relationships one is a husband wife two are lovers and again i would like to reiterate i'm not talking about mahmood farooqi's case i'm talking about this case being used in debates to project in general on relationships across the board so i want to separate mahmood's case i'm not talking about that case i'm saying again but relationships are often a power game not always but often they are a power game and in that power game sex is used as a tool very often and when you're as old as we are 40s okay all that's done but if you've been in your teens and your early 20s the nature and quality of relationships are very different from what they are when you're adult sure in your you know how you are so i'm just saying there there may be a nuance to this debate which i don't see but yes i'm i'm willing to be trashed for being a, a an apologist for male aggression no you see the problem with this the the judgment is that many people in the future are going to tie this up with uh you know things of marital rape absolutely mm, i think okay. the judgment is flawed so you know and that for me is because as it is there is a lot of uh, uh, you know i would say outrage against the concept of marital rape right a, yeah, a lot yeah, there of is. okay it threatens yeah. our culture yes. apparently yeah exactly right no, so but but is the framing of the debate i'm not put this case aside for a second mm. we all agree that there's a problem with the judgment it is reinforces some problem the debate the framing of the debate do you believe if two people don't know each other but two people who know each other and again i'm reiterating i'm not talking about this case generally the framing of the debate in television studios is it always a black and white i just like to know what the panel thinks is and i'm not talking about sex all the way just just intimacy is it always black and white is it always a contract that okay here's no, where we are here's the stop it's not it's not, not. No, because it's based not. on emotional uh, your emotional uh, uh, you know condition at that particular point of time or day or week or maybe in the whole relationship and so it is complex and differ from uh, one relation to another sure so I, i i just i just i don't see that i see it but i don't understand your tying up with the the debate with the judgment i mean that i'm not able to get that point because i think any debate on this issue has to bring in what the judge said sure otherwise it's uh, it's a non sequitur or you know whatever they say because obviously relationships are emotional and any sexual intercourse or copulation in the relationship is based on emotional condition at that point of time no what i'm trying to say is that they took this issue like there is a hook to a story which goes mm-hmm. on to a larger thing like kalavati devi rahul's famous kalavati kalavati was her name right mm. was the story wasn't kalavati devi she was the hook to talk about rural distress agrarian distress mandrega whatever else or akhlaq the story was akhlaq but then it was projected whether rightly or wrongly we are different side of the fence on this on a general what is the space of minorities this specific incident was a peg for a debate in general on consent and sexual intimacy that's what i'm talking about so the debates i watched on television were not only about this case this case was the peg but they were talking about general you know what is consent but abhinandan i mean okay now i i get what you mean but so let's set aside 
the high court judgment let's just talk of two people who've had intercourse in a person's in the man's house and the woman goes away and the woman later on accuses the other uh, man of rape i uh, i mean i'm at a loss to believe uh, what can be the the nuance in that if the woman has said no i mean the judge okay so I, i'm not harking back to this judgment i'm just saying that it is a uh, you would the debate necessarily would have to go into the realm of whether it was a rape or not no no i'm not even going that far i'm not saying someone is accusing the other of rape i'm merely saying the nature of relationship uh, once it goes to court then then it's black and white yeah hmm. then there is no gray right then you have to prove x or y there is no maybe i'm talking about when a debate becomes a social commentary the social commentary is never black and white i find social commentary is also black and white the law kicks in when you go to court so i don't know if it's even possible to explain or i'm making sense or maybe it's just yes, me what what is that if you put a very high moral premium on something people are afraid to then challenge it so uh, yes so uh, if you pit it against man versus women or a, a sexual victim of sexual assault versus perpetrator then people will not challenge it because there is a high moral ground that it has been taken so what he is saying is that but the social ecosystem may be different also yes. so and let's just I don't know if any of you have read henry miller sexus plexus yeah, yeah, nexus yeah, yeah, tropic yeah. of capricorn yeah, yeah. what what would you say was henry miller a rapist i mean his there were brutal relationships he was in um and the play closer it really shows how brutal relationships how how we as human beings brutalize our lovers emotionally in order to either cling to them or for a variety of reasons for our own security insecurities relationships are brutal in a lot of ways and sex is a, a tool used in that brutal engagement well the famous director bertolucci i mean you remember uh, maybe a year ago uh, the woman in uh, the last tango and in she paris she wasn't told and she was yes. forced yeah. to yes. you know and he basically perpetrated no, but that no, no but that, 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 that is clear no but that is clearly rape i mean no, I what i meant was for 20 years sure she didn't the say woman she was, was but bad. yeah but i think that was more a professional reason. i'm talking about someone you love and care for what i'm saying is someone you have been for a lifetime also has potential brutality emotional where sex is used as a tool the way the debate is framed right now in television studios it is as if everything is rape that is problematic so base okay so now i finally get it what what you're trying to say is that uh okay so in the west i, I would agree that in the west if we were to have this discussion there would you know there would automatically be an aspect that would be brought in of i'm just saying this rough sex you know things of that sort domination these are concepts that are widely discussed in the west right in europe for example you know you have uh, leather clad uh, sure. well, i mean you get Whatever, the picture yeah. out here it's taboo no no but i'm not talking about so, what your fetish is no no i'm not even talking about the i'm talking about just the engagement i'm not even talking about specifically you know explicitly what is happening are you hitting someone are you using whip no no i'm not talking about that i'm talking about just conceptually also the the physical intimate aspect of a relationship is never black and white i think if you give an example of fade souza like you do in your piece where yes. you're saying that she says that anything after a no is rape and this is a blanket kind of a statement i think what he's trying to say is that in life no and yes is often complicated and negotiated in different ways between people between lovers or potential lovers or 
So okay, so there what is you're saying is if there are two strangers who had sex and the woman said no, yeah, then it's and clear. And the man just okay, it's but clear. if the two, I mean, if the partners are ha- it's, having yeah, sex, it's more complicated. I'm saying it can be. I'm not saying it always is. I'm just saying the can be has been completely obliterated from the debate. That's that. I I think that's worrying, hmm. or maybe it's not. I don't know. I'm a guy, so so can we wind up with Hanipreet and San, or does anyone have anything else to say on the bijli? Okay, let's quickly talk about the bijli electrification, the free. So, wasn't it supposed to have happened this year? In March 2017 was the deadline for complete electrification of the country? I think it was in their manifesto. And But uh, I think what is important about this is, I think it's free. free they're giving free The connection is free, but they'll have to pay for the electricity. Uh, like the Jandhan account. You'll get an account. You may not have money mm-hmm. to put in there. So, you'll get a connection. If you can pay for it, you can get the bijli. I don't know. What do you think? Big deal? I, well, I mean, I, I read a few articles which actually kind of support this that you know okay so it's not not really a subsidy what you're doing is you're enabling yeah enabling the, the person for to those of you who don't know it's a modi launches the 16000 crore rupee sabhagya scheme for household electrification which means all households will get an electric connection free of cost they'll have to that that was announced a few days ago yeah but uh, see the uh, and people did fact checking i think uh, 6 7 months ago that hardly 8% or 10% i can't really remember the figure of what they say villages electrified right are totally electrified so you know i don't know where this is going this is when they say or oh, village so there are some rules but they don't seem to be followed very properly saying that okay we've electrified this village baad mein ja ke wahan pata chala ki yaar ek koi chote se usme aapne ek bulb laga diya psychologically yeah. it has a lot of i would say impact politically because uh, you toilet know, maybe or right? Yeah, right. But politically, you see, the first thing that uh, that comes to the mind of a thing is Satar Salogai, Abibi Deko, Hamari Puri electrification, Nakari Congress, or BJP. Nah. So politically, it has, uh, I would say, th- this is a winner. As far as on the ground, how much uh, difference is going to make, I, uh, personally, I would say very little. Very hmm. little. Uh, Anand, Vardhan? Yes, I mean, so they are covering four crore families, uh, which are so. Uh, one thing is that power plants or infrastructural projects, uh, many chief ministers, uh, not talking about prime minister, maybe prime minister also, are not very much interested in because because of the weak bureaucratic setup, they are not optimistic of them being completed in their five-year tenure. So they are not electorally ad- attractive. Mm-hmm. So uh, there has been an argument, uh, there have been studies done by Indian Institute of Public Administration. The political pursuit of big projects are seen to be less, uh, people are, uh, politicians are less enthusiastic about it. Uh, what uh, Ranganathan said, yes, uh, uh, because he is looking for the long haul and uh, looking to for, to stay th- uh, here, uh, it may be electorally beneficial also in, say, next three, four years. But uh, for 2019, it would be completed, I doubt that. And it will uh, reap electoral benefits for him in 2019 election, I doubt that. But he is the master of grand pronouncements. It, it hopped headlines. Ujwala did uh, reap a lot of benefits for them. Ah, that, that, that was easy to do. Yeah. So, you have to, so that, I don't know if they it's implement It's just a this? distribution network. You have mm. to Ujwala. But so you see the tragedy of this country is that at the end of the day, there are four or five things that if you accomplish, right, you are assured a vote. 
एंड दोज फोर फाइव थिंग्स आर सो बेसिक यू नो फॉर एग्जाम्पल एक गैस सिलेंडर आपने कोई दे दिया आपने एक बैंक अकाउंट यू नो खोल दिया आपने थोड़ी सी सब्सिडी इलेक्ट्रिसिटी आपने दे दी यू नो दीज थ्री और फोर थिंग्स गारंटी नहीं यहाँ ये आई वॉज अबाउट टू से सबसे बड़ी डिजास्टर जो मोदी ने किया है वो मैनिफेस्टो में इन्होंने बोला है कि हमें हम इतने कितने कितने करोड़ दो आई डोंट नो टू करोड़ जॉब्स और समथिंग लाइक दैट ही एक्चुअली गेव अ नंबर आपको बल्ब डिस्ट्रीब्यूट करना आसान है आपको इलेक्ट्रिसिटी लेकिन जो जॉब देने वाली बात है ना एंड आई डोंट एग्री विद शंकर That that are vacant, opposition that are vacant, vacant. Why doesn't Modi fill it up? He's talking of state governments. Or, yeah. There are some police force mein jobs, ye wo. But bhaiya, aap public sector मतलब फिर आ गए घूम फिर क्या वही आ गए नाटायरमेंट एज बढ़ा दी गवर्नमेंट इज एलिमिनेटिंग जॉब्स मतलब आप रिटायर होते हैं वो पोस्ट को एलिमिनेट कर देते हैं अब उसकी रिक्रूटमेंट नहीं हो रही है so he is trying to get around it by saying ki humne mudra loans diye hain 7 crore but then give us the data aap wo concrete job data hai nahi you are just saying ki 7 crore logon ko humne loans diye hain to job create ho gaye two major things when it comes to employment one is startup and the second is that skill ha skill planning skill development so under these two you you just check i mean how much employment has taken place nothing right so um Let's just actually wind up with two quick things. Why I want to go back again to the American take the knee, mm. you know, a lot of because this is yes. something that's very close to me and mine and and Anand Ranganathan's heart. Because mm. we didn't take the knee, we just took our ass in the sense <laughs> we just sort of sat on our butts when the mm. when the thing was played. Uh, you know, when that High Court order that you have to stand up when you go Supreme to watch Court, a film. Supreme Court. Supreme Court order. Sorry. So uh, American players are taking the knee when the. National anthem is played before all the NFL games. Uh, many of them are doing it. That means they kneel down. Yeah, basically. they t- go down on one, one knee. One. What's and the significance of uh, that, by the way? I don't know. Historical I think it's just a protest, it? respectful yet protesting. Uh, and there's another way of protesting. They lock their arms, hmm. and this really pissed pr- Trump off. And he said, uh, you know, the NFL sons, is sons of bitches and all that. Yeah. So this is basically in protest of discrimination against yeah, black that, people. That black yeah? people, and. Um, Steph Curry year before last he was the most valuable player in the, the year before that in the NBA and he refused and that's tradition whoever wins the NBA goes to the white house for dinner and he said I will not go and he said you're disinvited and LeBron James who was last year's MVP said that bum he's talking to Trump the president of the United States it doesn't matter he's already said he's not coming that's not how invitations work and then on that press conference he really took Trump to the cleaners and after that a lot of you know owners of of the nfl teams have also taken the knee or protested or stood with their uh, with their teams many of them donors to trump you know they've donated 1 million they were supporters of him but so the freedom of speech and freedom mm. of expression there in america no matter how much we trash it they have got this right yeah they have got it to a level and that is why and i would just like to and coming from someone who in my earlier younger days was Uh, could not find one thing right to the america because you know of course how could a lefty ever find no matter what you're a chegovera fan but as as you as you you find some things that are and 
you know, I read this book. You know, it happens when you read two, three books on the same subject because you don't know which is which. Like, I read Mark Tully and Satish Jacobs, Indra, uh, Amritsar, Mrs. Gandhi's Last Battle, and then the General's Operation Blue Star and Manoj Mitta's When It Reshook Delhi together. All three dealt with Punjab and the riots and Operation Blue Star. So I don't know which is which. But I read three books. One is a set of interviews and uh, speeches of Lee Kuan Yew. One is Aircon Nation. And another is a biography of his. I don't know in which one he had said that America will continue to be the most important and powerful country in the world because of this one aspect. And this coming from a man who had clamped down on freedom of speech. But what is, when you read those books, you realize he was a very shrewd man. Who, sorry, who? Lee Kuan Yew. Okay. Singapore dictator. Democratically elected, but we know the reality. And you know, I really agree with what he said. He said America has got... It will remain the hub of innovation for this reason. And it says countries like mine can become traders. India may progress. China will be doing very well. But they can never replace America. Because to become the leader of the world, you have to have that kind of freedom of ideas. And for that reason, it will continue to be... And I, he, on that, he's right. And it was an acknowledgement that we may do well financially, but we can never be the leaders of the world. For that, freedom of speech is very important. And... On this, you know, when Vivek Agnihotri or someone says that you want to know freedom of speech, how bad it is, go to America. Are they even living in this world? No. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> if, can you imagine if, a, if a Sachin Tandulkar tweeted to Modi, hey, you bum. Matlab, no, can you imagine a protest where in a national anthem you're kneeling down in India? What would happen? And, and what it's being would telecast happen? all over the world. It would, people would go mad. But you see, then again... It's not just a question of how the citizens behave of two different countries. It's a question of how the state protects yeah. the citizens. Yes. Yeah. So if America had 19.1 of the Constitution and not the First Amendment, Americans would have probably behaved as Indians I, behave. The, the nation backs you, you know. Yeah. So your bravery is not just bravado. Your yeah. bravery is you true have, bravery. You stand up and you can see, as you were exactly saying, the NB and uh, this Trump is, uh, you know, throwing things. He's, he's like a tantrum. He's now saying, yeah. oh, uh, this is a losing. They're, they're, they're making they're, a loss. Or, and, and the ratings are going ratings down. Are Worst down. rating ever. Capul, right? Actually, up reality star, ke liye sab kuch is about ratings. Uh-huh. Have you seen how obsessed he is with ratings? Yeah. And maybe he's got a point. Vardhan, sir. Yeah, that, that, that is a settled thing. Noam Chomsky even said that uh, America would... Uh, a, a, is the best country because there I can say what I want to say. He's a known America ambassador. Hmm. So uh, that is a settled thing. But also what is the, there is a question of fetishism. In India, national anthem is fetishized hmm. a lot. So in American national imagination, it has not yet uh, got to fetish proportions. Yeah. So that Major. is... You think so? It's not I sacrosanct. So. I mean, they have slippers with American but there flag. Are, there they have are a sizable number it. of people who do feel and a lot for the are. national That is not the overwhelming, mm-hmm. I think Rana is saying, the overwhelming mm-hmm. sentiment, if you uh-huh. were to mm-hmm. identify mm-hmm. it as mm-hmm. such, mm-hmm. would not be mm-hmm. with Americanness. It's also. even less in Europe. I don't know. Sure. You know, I mean, Europe is not like that. Because they've suffered Europe, nationalism. We haven't no? talked about Merkel. Angela yeah, Merkel, the fourth, won the term, fourth right? term, yeah, it's incredible. So, but again, interesting to see that 13.2% vote share went to a far right yeah. party in a country like Germany, where the guilt and the hangover from Hitler is so huge that when you go there, mm-hmm. even if you utter Hitler, people are very careful in how they move the conversation forward from there. So, how many seats have they actually and this won? 
Merkel possibly is going for an alliance with Christian Democrats and Green Party and there is a free Democrat. She is Christian Democrats, right? Yes, Christian Democrats. Social Democrats have said no. Yes, Green Party and there is free Democrats which is a pro-market party. So by December, what she says by Christmas, she hopes to, she is not in favor of a minority government, so she is going to stitch this coalition. But I think what is for me the best part about this... Let me repeat this again. I'm so sorry, Abhinandan. I'm not a grey guy. I'll remember Merkel as the one who voted against gay marriage. Let it be known. Howsoever liberal you may say you are, when push comes to shove, she was against gay marriage. Now, you know, that having been said, what I find most uh, satisfying about this election is still, you know, I think seven, eight months ago, every election that happened was being viewed as, see, world over, the world is turning right. Europe has then shown another, that. See, world over, this is happening. So the France, France first. The Macron. Yeah. Then there were two, three elections, I remember, one after the other, where, you know, it was... A, my point was, there is no universal trend that is happening anywhere of you know and and that over reading into one election um, of one country electoral results mean nothing <laughs> means uh, ideologies don't die with electoral results they right. will remain exactly so i just thought that i'm glad that conversation is over and people just read that election for what it is that one election now on i'd like to wind up please keep your suggestions ready the suggestions will come after this song which is about democracy for me especially at a time when times now as Naveka Kumar had a debate about someone called Bhagwan saying that Ram was just a man. You question the, yeah, the myth of... I'm not a god. Is this... Is no offense. Ram for this Bhagwan. No Ram for His this... His surname is, is Bhagwan. Oh, I missed that. What, what and was is, that? Is, is this freedom of speech? That was her question. A journalist is asking a question. Is this freedom of speech? Him saying that Ram the was a man. is basically questioning the existence and, of Ram. And I mean, that's just... And that's one of the channels... With the highest But viewership. by the way, she coined a new phrase yesterday, which was incredible. <laughs> what? Dynamite. Uh, <gasps> and so instead of breaking now or flash news flies, it's like dynamite. It's dynamite news or dynamite yeah. R or something like Very that. Good. So it's not yeah. super yeah. exclusive. Delhi it's not exclusive. professor has called Durga names. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. He's been suspended, which is terrible. That was really horrible. I saw the tweet hmm. uh, of what okay, he said. It's appalling that's, that he's that's a professor. A sane person. Yeah, really. he, it's just... So, uh, this song is about freedom of speech and about democracy. It's never too much and it's never enough. Suggestions, Raman sir. I would suggest a book by Harsh Manda. Uh, looking away since uh, we are talking about uh, economic advisory and all why I am referring this book because I think he wrote it before uh, during the Congress rule and I find it quite apolitical I don't find it political and but he's he has really raised you know the real issues of the 
rural area and inequality so i think uh, the book is ngo is under scanner now no is yeah. rated or something ed rated it yeah. yeah okay that's the book um vardhan sir okay uh, two things first uh, a report in hindustan times by aman sethi on bihar floods and it's a good report because it is not distress journalism like ye dekhiye naya bharat isme mavishi ke sath log doobe hue hain is tarah se shuruaat nahi hoti hai iski so it's a, a very good well written and uh, rigorous reporting on floods bihar floods aman sethi hindustan times uh, and it's well presented also it's a good mm-hmm. multimedia with lots of pictures mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. wasn't he with hindu uh, he was he was, was a real africa, africa correspondent yeah. he wrote that free 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 man, free man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. second is of course uh, my interview with uh, manu joseph yeah he yes. has just taken my recommendation so okay yeah, so <laughs> fine apart from getting insights into a master craftsman of modern prose and a very good observer of things around uh you also look for uh, how he has uh, targeted the other side of the repression of free speech so mm. uh, uh we always uh, since news laundry is a media website it's more relevant here because we talk about the other side but he has presented other side that uh, how the left rib- liberals when you annoy them and they gang up to insult you and he can say that because he has the security of being a successful novelist he's financially secure and he is approached by publications like new york times for articles so he's secure he can say that but what about other people in the english press who are who this left liberal syndicate suppresses them for the freedom of inconvenient for the expression of inconvenient opinion hmm your suggestion yeah, mine was uh, the interview interview of manu joseph by anand vardhan it's very nice yeah manisha i would actually so about a week ago i think uh, dinanath batra had raised objections to a poem to by pash okay <laughs> a revolutionary punjabi poet uh, that poem from being included in uh, textbooks so i'd suggest read pash's poetry it's translated in hindi not in english i don't think there's any english translation but the hindi translations if you get a hand of that then read pash hmm. sabse khatarnak um i would just like to suggest a story which is an interesting human interest story with a political aspect this is radio labs oliver sipple uh, i didn't know who oliver sipple was till i read the story oliver sipple was the man who saved the life of a us president um when there was an assassination attempt and um what happened to his life it is a fascinating story um and it just uh, in fact i highly recommend anand the black and white it it explores grays in non obvious ways have you seen the film milk yes about the us yeah. uh, what was his first name harvey milk harvard milk what was yeah maybe harvey milk yeah so oliver sipple was this guy who uh, was standing outside the hotel where president gerald ford was coming out of and a woman shot at him and before she could took, take a second shot he wrestled her to the floor um a it's fascinating because the podcast starts with this woman saying what had happened to her she was there and she she said i shot the president and before i could take a second shot he came and wrestled me to the ground i was like hey and then before the guy asked could ask anything 
But I did this interview on the condition I will not tell you why I wanted to shoot the president, why I killed him, or why I want to kill him. I'm just telling you what happened to me once I shot him. She served her time. She's out, and she gave an interview to Radio Lab. I mean, it's fascinating. And then Oliver Sippel became this national hero, but he was basically um, a U.S. Marine and in the closet. He was he was a gay man, but he hadn't come out publicly. And Milk, who was this huge you know, uh, ac- activist, gay activist, and the first, I think, gay representative, openly gay representative in the US, yeah. outed him without his permission, and how it completely devastated his life. But he didn't hold that against Milk. It's, it's, it's a very, it's a fascinating story, and how he died, and after he died, till 10 days, no one knew he died. Uh, he just rotted sitting in his room. Oh and because as time went by, he, he, he became the centerpiece of an activism for you know gay people and he didn't which, really want to be which part he didn't of. want to be a part of the idea was that That's see tragic. he's a national hero and he's gay so it was just it's a fascinating story and when you hear that story you also hear how much it takes to do a story like that a hundred thousand us dollars hundred fifty thousand us dollars they also go by subscriptions 0.7 percent of their listeners uh subscribe or pay them uh, in our case it's about 0.4 guys come on step up subscribe Pay to keep news free. We would like to do a lot more podcasts, a lot more stories, send a lot more people all over the country. Um, with that, thank you for joining us on Hafta. Join us again next week. Until then, bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.